welcome. This is Shut Your Blowhole Podcast 23. We usually give it out to a whaler, so number 23 is Paul McDermott. What a great checker. I mean, probably one of the best whaler checkers of all time. On the phone uh, for a couple minutes, we've got Rich Coppola from Fox 61. Uh, you know, Rich, we, we've talked a lot about this this uh, NHL you know potential, and uh, you, you know I think you've been on. Uh, you believe the best way would be a brand new building, uh, but you saw what the governor did on Friday, giving the letter to the Islanders. Uh, does that change your opinion? Do you think there's uh, any any in chance for an NHL team in Hartford? You know, it's so hard to say. I mean, if uh, if there aren't other reasons that Gary Bettman, uh, other than a building, uh, would be against, uh, you know, giving a franchise to Hartford again, then perhaps a refurbished building would, uh, you know, would be suffice. Um, you know, I, I just don't know all the factors, and that's what makes it uh, that's what makes it very difficult. You know, places like you know, Atlanta had uh, two attempts at it that had failed both times. Uh, you would think Quebec, uh, you know, might be the probably the next uh, former uh, WHA team that you know that merged into the NHL and, and lost its team. So you know, and, and I think the governor, listen, he was up front. He said yesterday, "Look, it's a long shot, but uh, you know what? If you don't try, uh, you know, how are you going to get on the radar?" So um, we'll just have to wait and wait and see. But again, are there other factors that? Uh, uh, you know, maybe go against the Rangers or against the uh, Whalers or, or the NHL and the Islanders, such as the Rangers and or Bruins, uh, you know, putting up a, a, an argument because, uh, you know, they, they, that, that is their territory, but they know that uh, they, they, they attract some fans from Connecticut. And they don't want to lose those fans. So I think there's a lot to it that, um, you know, that we don't know about. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Rich, uh, and, and thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we talked uh, at the Legislative Office Building last week, and there was a lot of uh, talk about it, uh, about the, the XL Center, and they talked about, a couple of the representatives talked to us about the, uh, the TV market and so on, and back about two years ago, I heard Jeremy Jacobs say that you know he would not be against the Whalers coming back into the fold because it would be cheaper to bus his team down here uh, to Hartford than fly him down. And I, I would think that they would want to bring back that rivalry. And that's to me, that's what's really important about um, uh, about this region is you have uh, the Rangers, the Islanders, uh, the Whalers back in the the nineties, and um, and and a, a great support of. Um, regional hockey. Uh, I think they. I think obviously whoever brings a team or buys a team, whatever happens, would have to pay off those teams, right? Well, they, they possibly. You know, again, the, the board of uh, governors uh, would probably meet on that, and uh, you know, and, and talk about that. I mean, you know, on the plus side, sure, it, it, it helps in terms of rivalries. Uh, it, it lessens the uh, the travel. You know, especially a West Coast team coming in here. Uh, you know, you could just kind of be uh, like a car wash. You can just go from uh, from one to the other uh, and, and knock off uh, playing a lot of those teams on your on your East Coast trip. So uh, you know, again, it, it's uh, it, it's so hard because you know it, 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 people get their hopes up again. Then you have you know, the naysayers, and, and it, it just you know we're going to go through this again, where <laughs> yep. it's going to be one group getting all excited and another group. Uh, that says, ah, it's never going to happen, and forget about it. And I, I just, I, I hate that part of it. You know, it's like the the argument sometimes between Wolfpack and Whalers and stuff. It's it just, we're all hockey fans. You yeah. know, get along. It, it's, uh, I love when people have the passion, 
but I just hate the bickering that goes back and forth. I, I, absolutely, you know, we were when we were talking to some representatives, uh, you know, they 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 bring back the whalers, the memories, and all that, and the NHL. And you you have such a a great history of uh, reporting sports for several other outlets, uh, uh, and. You know, he said, ever since the Whalers left, this has been a JV state. And, you know, it, it hit me because Peter and I have talked for many years now about how when the Whalers left, we're no longer a major league city. Uh, what makes us a major league city, ironically, is UConn and basketball, of course, being out- outstanding in their uh, their play and their championships. And now UConn hockey coming into the fold and really generating a lot of attendance and putting some really good... Um, really good uh, attendance numbers up there, third in Hockey East uh, last year, and I think they're around fourth or fifth this year. In attendance, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. They've, they've uh, the last, uh, I wasn't at the last game because I was doing, uh, I did a, a game on SNY, uh, but the game before that, the last radio game we did, it had a great crowd. I think our best crowd of the year was over 6,000, and had not it snowed so much for the UConn, or for the uh, Yale game. Uh, that would have been a great crowd as as well. So it, it certainly has found its niche in the XL Center. You know, if you try and step back and and, and, and think about uh, a, a building and what would be the the best case scenario for the team, really drawing the way they would want to and the league would want them to. Uh, you know, I have to say that Hartford probably isn't the spot. I think if you built in Meriden. You know, where the highways converge, I think that's your best shot uh, at, at attracting as many people as possible. So selfishly, yeah, I would want it in Hartford. We're, you know, in Hartford. But uh, for it to be successful, um, you know, I just I, I can't help but think that that might be the best way of, of not only drawing, uh, you know, New Haven County, but uh, a few, and it will never get a lot, but a few from, from Fairfield County, you know, maybe as well, but um, you know, that might be a, a topic for another time, if it was going to be a new building, which we know the state is in no position to do right now. And that's a and that's a great point, because when the governor proposes tomorrow, uh, with the monies in 2018 and 2019 to fund this project, uh, he's going to have to do a lot of uh, beating of the bushes to get monies from all those other towns that are way out uh, that aren't close to Hartford. Yeah, and I can understand a lot of the people um, who um, will say, well, how could we be spending $250 million for this when, you know, the, the state of the state, of the state, so to speak, and, and the things that they're cutting back on, and, and, and that's a valid point. You know, again, uh, sure, we're, we're sports guys, we love hockey, and, and we'd like to see it happen, but, you know, I can understand that argument as well, but you know, you're going to have to do something with the building anyway. I mean, as far as UConn and entertainment, and it's bad enough that we have a city the size of New Haven uh, without anything. And, and, you know, having grown up there, I mean, for years I went to the New Haven Arena, the Eastern Hockey League, and then the Coliseum, and now they have nothing. Uh, could you imagine Hartford without a, a facility for, you know, again, for entertainment? And not just sports, but you know, concerts and shows and, and the like. So, um, yeah, we're in a tough situation. There's no 
there's no sugarcoating it. Yeah, and you and you brought up uh, that by point. The governor brought that up as well. He said, "I can't imagine Hartford without an Excel center," uh, and and we think that you know. Uh, you know, Jerry and I kind of think that the letter was a, a nice thing to put out there. It really, to us, was more an invitation to any team that wanted to move. I can't see uh, the NHL moving a team out of out of the New York market, even if it, you know, they don't control the whole market. Uh, they control, a, you know, a portion of it. But it just doesn't make sense to move teams out of New York. But you know, there's teams like Carolina, Phoenix. You know, uh, you know, Florida's had some issues. But um, you know, even besides all that, if the NHL doesn't come. Uh, the building needs to get done, and let's not forget that UConn has a potential 20-year uh, lease on the table for the XL Center. But it, from what we understand, it's, it hinges upon the renovations being done. Yeah, I mean, it, it just uh, it, it has to be done, no matter how you look at it. So, um, you know, again, it's a, it's a real tough tough scenario. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're in a bind, uh, no question about it, and. You just you know you can't keep slapping on three million or five million. It's just a bandaid. Uh, you know what they have planned and the, the renderings I've seen and and, uh, and the like. Um, you know it looks like it would be uh, it looks like it would be great. But um, uh, you know again we, these things that hurt us. Uh, you know if you say I'm a, lo- a team leaving New York, yeah, it's like when we allowed ourselves to believe that the Patriots were gonna were gonna move and. <laughs> right. and if you look at it from the standpoint of the NFL, even back then, I remember thinking, "Geez, I can't, I can't see the NFL mm-hmm. losing a, a top ten market like Boston, uh, you know, for Connecticut." At the time, we were probably like the twenty third. I think we're thirtieth now. I think we're the twenty third television market at the time. Uh, so that, you know, that doesn't uh, that doesn't make a lot of uh, a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about television, you know, remember this: I called Emil Francis. Uh, when I was talking with Howard Baldwin uh, regularly seven or eight years ago, a couple of years before he took over and, and you know, the Connecticut Whale and all that, and I, I just wanted to, to verify that uh, I believe in 1986 the Whalers signed a 10-year deal with Sports Channel for a million dollars. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. And think about it. In 1986, that probably was okay because you figure maybe Francis was the top-paid Whaler. And at that time, what, what could he be making? Two hundred fifty thousand, maybe. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So it, you know, it paid some some salaries. Well, by the time they left, you know, you had you had several guys making multi million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That million dollars, uh, you know, it, it paid for very little. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, I believe Sports Channel New York, uh, the Islanders were receiving something like sixteen or seventeen million per year. Right. Wow. And that's and that you know the money thing is a is a big deal because when we were talking uh, you know uh, off off the show we were talking about when the whalers left and the first year the the city lost seventy five million dollars and that equates to about one hundred eight million uh, today so what what they could bring bring back into the city by having a major league sports team in there uh, could be quite a bit of money. Yeah, I think we're what the biggest. The biggest city yeah. without it. Yeah, media market without it, yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it was a lot of things. Even back then, you know, I said to people, you know, it's not just the, the sports part of it, but look at, look at the charities and stuff like that, all those other people that were involved. Remember the, the Whalers Casino Night and stuff like that? You know, there was a lot of stuff that um, that they, they were a part of, and, and certainly downtown was a lot more vibrant. Yeah. Uh, well, back then, and, and uh, you know, can you get... Uh, you know, when they, when they redid the outside and stuff of the XL Center, and then the, the 
changes inside. And they redid all these shops. It was like, you're redoing all these shops, and, and, they're, and they're still empty. <laughs> yeah. You know, at one time, you had a lot of those filled, and a lot of restaurants, and there were chucks, and, and just, I mean, it was such a, a fun time. Yeah. Uh, and, and you had a lot of places to go and things to do, and, and um, can they attract that again? Uh, it, it's it's a big task, and it's a, there's a lot to it, and, you know, boy, I hope so, because I just think it would be good for the, for the city. But, you know, again, uh, the governor did acknowledge that it's a long shot, but, you know, long shots do, do come through sometimes, so... Uh, we'll just have to wait and see and hope for the best, I guess. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. Well, we, we'll let you get back to the news. Uh, we know you're going on the air soon, but we want to thank you very much for joining us this afternoon, Rich. Hey, guys, always my pleasure to talk to you guys, and I'll see you uh, hopefully at your uh, UConn game soon. Yeah, well, sure. Are you going sure. to be there tomorrow night? Yeah, I'm going to try to stop over for a while. The next uh, the next radio game we have is, uh, is Northeastern on the uh, 17th. Okay, so, great. Uh, as uh, we like to say, the uh, uh, up on Kate's catwalk, as uh, <laughs> yeah. he likes to call well, it. It's, uh, well, may, well, <laughs> it's a long way from the ice. Yeah. yeah, and maybe maybe we'll stop up and visit you some night. Hey, anytime. Love to see you guys. All right. Hey, have a great night, and thank you again. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Well, that was that was Rich Rich Capola's thought. We really appreciate him coming on the show. It's really cool. Uh, we've had some great conversations up in the Excel Center, uh, you know, up in the press box, uh, you know, when we're talking uh, hockey. And I'll tell you, if you get a chance to talk to Rich Capola about hockey, uh, you know, there's people that know Hartford hockey well, and then there's people that have lived Hartford hockey. And I'll tell you, he's got stories, uh, you know, stuff that's happened that was uh, you don't know about, and things uh, behind in the locker room, and this guy, and uh, you know, just incredible stuff, and it, it encompasses really the entire market we have here. Because you know, like you said, he was a New Haven guy, uh, so you know, New Haven was a big you know hockey town for a long time before they made the uh, ridiculous decision to destroy the only building they have. So it's really great to uh, you know to have him on the show. It was, you know, Rich. Uh, when we see him at the uh, the UConn um, uh, or Wolfpack games, he's always such a gentleman, and we sit down. And it's hilarious because we'll be watching the game, we'll comment on this or that, or this player reminds me of this player of the NHL or Whaler days. And he'll bring up, oh, when I was oh, when I was with ESPN and I was doing a show at uh, Chicago Stadium, they had to walk down the steps to get onto the ice. And yeah. he has all this great history of yeah. hockey. And, and again, what a great, um, a great uh, ambassador, I, I would say, of hockey in Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, and always always willing to share a story and, 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 and always has time for you. That's what I like about Rich. And, and now doing a radio show with either Jody Ambrosio or, or uh, Bob Joyce when he does the UConn coverage on uh, WTIC 1080, I think gives, uh, just like when even Bob Crawford, I listened to him the other night again, what a great play-by-play guy Bob Crawford is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, to have that still on the radio kind of brings back the memories of our pro team when we used to listen to Chuck Caton and Andre Lacroix. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then sometimes when you were watching on Sports Channel, um, Rick Peckham and Jerry Cheevers, you know, these were the guys that brought our our players from just regular hockey players to our heroes. And, uh, you know, and now Bob Crawford for doing with uh, Wolfpack and, and Rich Coppola with Bob Joyce and Jody Ambrosio. I think they do a great job. Yeah, th- I mean, they really do. And, uh, you know, if we, uh, you know, we might as well give you guys that are listening to this podcast, because we know that the, the, the haters and the people that, uh, you know, Senator Markley or whoever may be that doesn't like the XL Center, they've got, they've got their points. And maybe you hear them and you guys uh, don't, 
you know, you're not sure what to tell them. But, you know, don't let anybody tell you that we need AHL attendance to attract the NHL. Don't let them tell you we need anything to attract the NHL because the NHL's already attracted. We've been telling you guys for months that uh, Malloy's been talking to the NHL, that the NHL was in Hartford, blah, blah, blah. He confirmed that last night on uh, Fox 61 with Rich Coppola. You know, he's saying he's having conversations with the commissioner. This is uh, real stuff now. You can tell me, oh, well, it might be a Patriot thing. I get that. I understand that. But the point is is that uh, Connecticut is in a certain situation. While the, you know, the budget's horrible, but with the revitalization, the campus, uh, UConn, uh, the people living downtown, uh, the Goodwin Hotels being restarted, there's a lot of up, uh, uptick in Hartford right now. So uh, the NHL's paying attention to that, and they're not going to ignore uh, you know, the 30th largest media market in the country, especially if there are teams in trouble. And now I'm going to get my soapbox because, you know, I yeah. got fired up on the way over here because if, you know, I, I talked to a, someone high up in the state, and the reason why the governor put that letter out to the Islanders and let everyone know it, and you saw the coverage, whether it was on MS, uh, I'm sorry, N- NBC Sports Network, ESPN covered it, all the major networks covered it, our local people actually covered something of hockey, uh, which is a novel idea, mm-hmm. um, and then you have all these people bashing it. And don't get me wrong, like Rich said, and I totally agree with him, there are far more important things such as education and other things that are important to our future, our young people. But this is at a critical stage. This rep- this person I spoke to earlier today said the governor put that letter out to get in the britches of the NHL and let them know we're here. This is very important because this is up until, you know, years ago, when um, when uh, Gattesteiner was going to bring back the Whalers, you remember he went in front of the, everyone at the XL Center and then got his uh, pee-pee smacked because he didn't ask permission from the NHL to do such a thing. You know, this is this is a total different deal. This is a business thing. Uh, the governor is going after business for downtown. Uh, the downtown businesses own it, just like Rich said. You know, New Haven doesn't have a coliseum now. He grew up down there. Pete and I grew up in this area. We saw all those games or events at the XL Center as young people growing up. Uh, this And it's at a critical stage. As this state person told me, we are at a very critical stage. This is basically your do or die. We have to get our stuff together, all of us, and give it to our representatives and say, you know what? This is a plan for the future. This is an investment for years to come. Just like UConn's going to sign that 20 to 25 year lease, an NHL team, if they come in here, is going to sign a 20 to 25 year lease. That's money in a bank. That's an investment. And it's more money that the XL Center is not getting right now. The Wolfpack is not generating enough money to show a gain. UConn is making money for the XL Center, and that's because they're getting big crowds in there. And that's college hockey. That's territorial hockey. Um, This is Connecticut. We want our Whalers back because it's our identity. And if we don't have an identity, for the last 20 years, we followed the Wolfpack, and we've had so. The beginning was great. They had great crowds, but it fizzled out to be minor league developmental hockey. And it's too bad because I always say, but what they did in the beginning, they marketed it well. We had 10,000 fans there, 7,000 fans, much more than we have today. We have to start making money for that XL Center. And if that means bringing an NHL team in, and you know how I feel, I don't give a rat's ass if I'm taking someone else's team because someone took it from me, we can take it from them if they're not supporting them. Arizona is a prime target. Uh, Peter and I have been in discussions with some state people about that situation. We have told them that look at the low-lying fruit. Islanders was a nice gesture with the letter. 
But the Arizona Coyotes right now are the team to pick up and bring here because they don't have a place to play next year, just like the Islanders, but more so the Arizona Coyotes are the team that's sitting out there saying, where is our home going to be next year? They have a place to play next year, but not the following I'm sorry. Year. Yeah, uh, they, is that the Glendale went, agreement? Yeah, because okay. they well, they didn't have a place to play, but then they went back to Glendale after they made fun of Glendale, <laughs> and now they have to ask him for another year. But that just happened uh, last week. And, oh, okay. And, you know, and we, we, we've heard from people in the state that say, hey, if this, if this does get approved, there may be more to talk about, and I know that's a very vague and broad statement, but you can draw the lines there. That you know that that's a good thing. That they, they're not just like, hey, let's do all this and hope you know that something happens. It sounds like you know that they have other things going on that they could you know probably make something happen. So you know even if an NHL team doesn't come, and this is the bottom line, what are you going to do with the XL Center but, anyway? But again, we've talked about you have that. to do something. You know, okay, say the NHL doesn't come here. Yeah. The, the facility needs to be upgraded for college basketball mm-hmm. because college basketball is making the state money. Okay? Yep. We have talking, we've spoken to Michael Freemuth. He has said the goal is you get the XL Center done. It's going to be the minimum for college championship games is 18000 They want to put it up to 19000 They want to be on the map to host championship tournaments and it's so important that we get as many people into those this facility as we can if that's basketball if it's hockey if it's whatever you know what you'll have a class facility to attract not only basketball hockey you can attract concerts mm-hmm. and other venues you know obviously the circus is out now because they took the elephants away mm-hmm. um but you know you're gonna have concerts i mean justin bieber was here last summer you know what it's probably not the flashiest place he's playing on his tour yeah but maybe it can be yeah in a couple of years yeah and you know so if you're a young parent that wants to raise your kids and bring them into hartford to see the events like my parents did or peter's parents did this is what you have to invest your money on. I have no problem investing state tax money. Trust me, you get taxed enough for everything else. This is something I'll actually agree with and put my tax money towards this. Um, this is part of being a Connecticut resident that we have to do this just like we have to support education and everything else. Um, but it's going to be a battle. And I think to, I think tomorrow, and, and remember, today is Tuesday. February 7th. We're going to have this show out tonight so you guys can listen to it. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow is the big day. We're going to we're going to listen to governor at noon and we're going to see what he has to say and it's going to be interesting. My my take on this, how is he going to frame when he then puts out that they're going to spend 50 million in 2018 for the XL Center and then 75 million in 2019 for the XL Center. How is he going to frame that conversation when he delivers that news and that's going to be really interesting how he goes about doing that it'd be great if he could pull out a piece of paper and say hey by the way the arizona coyotes will be here in the 2019 season yeah i know and when you think about it that's you said 15 on 75 that's that's 125 and that's half of what they're asking for and you know the other two quick things the other thing we haven't mentioned which is a it's been such a thorn in the side of the state is damn Northland hanging on to that atrium and, you know, raking them over the coals for every nickel and dime when they don't put anything in there and they never took care of the bathrooms, the escalators, elevators, how they have, you know, the right to ask for anything, but they do. And the other one is, you know, without the, the when Justin Bieber comes here, that's a big name. He didn't come here because he wanted to play at the XL Center. He had an agreement with, the, with uh, Comcast and 
one of the things is you have to go to one of our dumpy arenas, for lack of a better <laughs> word. So that was what he had to do. And guess what he did? He didn't show up on time. He was late because he knows he doesn't have to do that to Hartford because Hartford is not making him any money. The Excel Center is costing money. It's costing us money every year. And that is only going to increase over time. So, again, we go back to this whole thing. It's like, you know, it's if you an don't. investment for the future. Yeah. For, forget about the NHL for a second. It needs to be done. It's seventy. It, there's rotary phones in the in the Excel Center. We saw pea green rotary phones. Have you? I, some of you guys listening to this may not have even seen a rotary phone. We looked uh, at the audio visual equipment they're using yeah. for for the uh, the hockey games and basketball games. This is stuff that's about ten or fifteen years old. IT equipment that has to be replaced to put a quality product out there on a TV or on the radio. You know, this is what these poor um, union workers are trying to plug into. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be scared as hell because I don't like electricity. And these yeah. guys are probably like, okay, is it going to fail tonight? Yeah, I know. Um, oh, you know, yeah. and, that's, and that's why this ice sheet is so critical so they can then start the destruction of the inside of the building yeah. um, uh, to support a crane. Uh, yeah. And we've talked about that before. Right, right. And at least they'll have, you know, they're going to have a jungle pit between sections 119 uh, and 24 where it's adventure seating. Uh, you know, so people are going to, uh, you know, hang out there. A party pit, that's what they call yep, it. Party yep. pit, not jungle pit. A party pit. Advent- yeah. Adventure zone. Adventure seating is yeah, what it is. Yep. And that's, that's what modern arenas are doing. So, uh, you know, they're going to have this uh, d- done for next season and they're going to have the ice sheet done. Uh, but that, that, you know, we're, we're just, like I said, we're just throwing little mm, things like, at like, it. Yeah. Like Rich said, it's this is, three, yes. three million here, yeah, five, million five million there. there. And you're nickel and diming yourself into an early grave. Yeah. Uh, really, what they have to do is bite the bullet now. Uh, and pay it off as we go on and invest and, and invest in the future. Right. And, 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 you know, obviously after the letter went out to the Islanders, the NHL is aware that Hartford wants back in the game. Yeah. Uh, we just haven't had the right person, uh, or the right time to do such a thing. And it sounds like the governor thinks this is the right time to introduce all this together. Right. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow if it goes to shit, it goes to shit, but you right. know what? We'll find out tomorrow at noon. Yeah. And, uh, of course we'll keep you updated on what we hear and what we can share. We knew for a fact, uh, two weeks ago about the NHL rumblings, right. uh, but we were told to keep things under wrap until an announcement came out. Um, you know, we, we speak to a lot of people, uh, that, that trust us. And so we're not going to betray their trust by putting something out we can't put out. Uh, We are very impressed at at what we've been involved in, and we're very thankful that people take us as credible sources and ask our opinions. Uh, Over the weekend, Peter and I were notified by a state official to send that Arizona story up up the ladder so uh, decision makers could uh, read the article about where Arizona might be or might not be. Uh, so that that makes us feel good, and you guys should feel good because they know we have a passionate uh, group of people out here right. that are Whaler fans and, and look for the forward to the NHL coming back. Yeah, and, and you know, so many people that are complaining about it, and, and this one is my, one of my favorites because it drives me nuts, is when people go, I'm not spending $250 million on an Excel Center. You know, education. Well, here's a little thing for you. I, I'm 43 years old. I don't have any children. Do you know how many times I've bitched about paying for education? I mean, because it's not my kids. 
But I don't. I don't bitch. I don't have a problem paying it because I know it's for the best thing. This Excel Center is the best thing. This is the best thing for Hartford. Uh, you know, there's there's so many things that uh, alone, uh, you know, that the NHL can do, that the what UConn can do, that can kick money back towards these things, education and things like that. So, you know, everybody seems to think like $250 million, oh, I can take that and put it over on education or put it on this or that. Nobody's coming here to, to Hartford to spend their money to see schools or education or a kid play a clarinet. Uh, you know, this is the entertainment district. It's completely separate and different from the education bu- budget. And so people like to, you know, say that, that we can just take this money and put it somewhere else. It's an investment. Uh, you know, Malloy put it in uh, this terms where he said, you know, you have a leaky roof. Uh, you take out a loan from a bank, and then you pay it off down the road so that, you know, you have a this roof is, over your head. This is basically a home improvement loan yeah, yeah. on a much larger scale. Right, right. And again, the other thing is, you're you're now putting this money aside for 2018, then 2019, and they're going to pull from that to start these renovations uh, once it gets approved um, by the legislature. And so that's very important because you want to start this as soon as possible because of obviously the infrastructure of the XL Center needs to be fixed. We're at a critical point with the XL Center. Uh, not the do or die, but the actual just standing up and let's make it uh, a, a very a safe place on top of it. Right. Uh, we right. talked to many people within the XL Center, and it's 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 a it's a major concern that you know they want to put a quality product where people can go in there and have a good time and still make it look nice. Right. Um, the looks are one thing. We go down below into the pit, and we're seeing. What's, yeah. what's happening down below? It's a time warp. I mean, it's that bad. I mean, it really is. I mean, I, you know, I wish they would show more of that. You know, we went down there and took pictures and did the best we could. We're only a couple of guys with social media. I mean, the you know, the media should have been down there. But you guys hang in there this week because this is this is it. This, this is, is a this big is, week. We're at ground zero. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow will be a fight. And then the months after that's going to be a fight to get this legislative office group uh, to approve these upgrades. And you know what? If they don't see the future with UConn and they don't see what the potential of that XL Center is, they can shut their blowhole <laughs> and they can take a freaking hike because you know what? I want nothing to do with you if you don't think this is an important project. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time. So stay tuned and uh, keep punching. And you know what? If you don't agree with us... You can shut your blowhole.